Hello, and welcome to the Organize for Success podcast, the show where we provide organizing tips and solutions so you can get organized, simplify your life, and create more time so you can do the things you love to do. I am your host, Kathy McEwen, and myself and my team help those with clutter clear their clutter, get organized, and pack and unpack. We help organize homes and offices and also help organize moves. So you ready? Let's get organized. Hi, and welcome to the Organize for Success podcast. I'm your host, Kathy McEwen, and today we are talking about what to do with other people's stuff, because somehow we always seem to end up with other people's belongings in our own home, and that takes up valuable space. So what do we do with other people's stuff? So does this sound familiar to you? you you're putting away your dishes, and as you open up one of the cupboard doors, all the plastic containers come crashing down on the floor. When you bend down to pick them up, to put them away, you're frustrated because for one, you're probably asking yourself, why do I need all these containers? And for two, some of those aren't even yours. So when I'm talking about other people's stuff, it could be something as small as Tupperware containers, or it could be furniture or bigger items as well. And other people's stuff can sneak up on you and cause clutter in cupboards, in your closets, in your basement, in your garages, and even in plain sight in your home. So let's talk about examples of other people's stuff. And they could be items that you have borrowed and you haven't given them back yet. So it belongs to somebody else. You borrowed it. You just haven't given it back. So that could be a book or it could be clothes. Another example could be that someone left something at your house. So they came over, they left something there by mistake, and you ended up having it. Or maybe you took leftovers home from someone else's house, and now you've got their containers. Also, another example, which I see quite often, is adult child's children's childhood keepsakes. So they're adults, but they have their childhood keepsakes. And they're sitting maybe in your garage or in your basement because they're your children's items, their keepsake, it's important to them, but you have them because the kids have moved out and they don't have space for it, for example, or they just haven't come and got, get their stuff. Also, you could have had loved ones that have passed away and you ended up with some of their belongings or you're keeping items to give to other people because you don't want them anymore and you want to gift them, give them to somebody rather than donate them. So you're keeping those items, but you don't want them anymore and they you want to give them to somebody else. So they're other people's stuff because you just don't want them anymore. And the list goes on, right? We often end up with items that we don't really want that takes up valuable space in our own We hang on to them thinking that someday we're going to see those people that they belong to and give them back. Or sometimes we forget about them altogether and they're just stored in our space. So what do you do with other people's stuff? Well, the first one is pretty obvious. It's to give it back to them. So give them back. Create a, you could create a box or a bin or something that you keep all the items in there that belongs to somebody else. And that way they're all together in one spot and you just want to make sure you can give it to them so that they can take their own stuff with them. So schedule a day to actually have, uh, to plan to give them back. 
Now you may have more than one box of items, which I can understand because sometimes we have items that belong to other people and it's more than just a small box. I get that, but just put them all together in one place if you can and start taking them back to the people. So give them back, schedule a day and a time in your calendar to drop them off to these people's homes. At least they'll be together because otherwise, you know, you may not see it and it's in another room and then, but every time you find something, keep it in one spot if you can so that you can quickly go to them and start making a plan to give them back. The other thing you can do too is give that person a deadline to pick the items up. If it's a big item, maybe you're keeping a furniture piece to give to one of your children, let them know that you're doing a clean out. And if they want that furniture piece, they will need to pick it up or that you'd be happy to donate it for them on their behalf. But give them a deadline to pick it up. And actually, it doesn't really matter if it's a big item like a piece of furniture or if it's a small item like a box of their items. Have them pick them up and give them a deadline. If they really want the items, they will come and get them. If they don't come and get them, they probably don't really care for them that much. It's not that important to them or else they probably would have picked it up. So I see this all the time with my clients that especially uh, they have boxes and items that the kids have dropped off at home or they've never taken them, but they want them. They've moved out or they've moved again. So they moved and now they don't have the room for everything. So they tend to just drop it off at the parents' home. And I see this a lot, and this actually causes a lot of stress for people because they don't want the stuff in their home. So if that's you, if you are keeping things that belong to your children, for example, have them pick it up and give them a deadline and say, if you don't pick it up by this day, I'm going to donate it and be firm. If they know you're firm, they'll come and get it. All right. You may be thinking that it may be awkward asking people to pick up their stuff, especially when it's a close friend or family. But if it means that your home becomes more functional, more organized and clutter free because of it, then it's worth asking them to come and get their items. You can do it. Tell them to come and get them by a certain date. You could also donate, recycle, or put items in the garbage. And you're probably thinking, what? Put it in the garbage? But if you've contacted the person many times and they haven't come to pick up the item, or if you've asked them if they want the items and they don't want them back, then it's probably time to just donate them. And if there's items that really it's not worth donating, then just throw them out. Honestly, if, if it's something that's not even worth donating, then let it go. The other part, too, that I was going to mention is if you inherited the item. So we're going to talk about that because that's a little different. That's a little different than people forgetting their items at your house or whatever. So if you have inherited items, so your loved one passed away and you now have all the items, then you have a few choices of what you could do with those items. You can give them to your family members or friends, but I have to say that if you're planning on giving them away, make sure that the person who you are giving it away to actually wants it. I've worked with many clients who think their family members want the items, and then what I'd say to them is, I'll just quickly say, hey, send them a text right now and ask them if they want it, or give them a quick call and say, do you want these items? Do you want this family china? Do you want this, I don't know, it could be anything, right? That what your loved one passed away and left you. So 
instead of assuming that they're going to want it, ask them first. And if they want it, great, have them pick it up by a certain date. Or better yet, if you can, put it in your car right away. And if you can, drop it off for them so that it's out of your house. One thing I will quickly mention is that if you have items that you want to give to someone else, don't drop it off to them without asking them first if they want it. I have so many clients that have told me that their family members or friends show up at their homes with containers full of items that they think they will like, but they don't actually want it, but they're given it. So they're being gifted with these items that the other members of their family or friends have brought over for them. And what that tells me is that they were actually doing a declutter or purge at their own home and wanted to get rid of a bunch of stuff. So they thought, hey, I will give it to so-and-so. And the problem with that is that so-and-so doesn't really want it and doesn't have the heart to tell them that they don't want it. Instead, they say, thank you. With After get, getting the items, they say, thank you. And they end up with items that they don't want. So be sure that you don't do the same thing. Be sure that they do want the items before you bring them over to their homes. I see this a lot, especially I hear uh, parents dropping off items. So uh, for example, I've had clients where their, their moms love to buy items for their kids. So their grandchildren. So they'll come over with all these toys and things to give to the kids, but you know what, they don't really, the mom doesn't really want them because they already have so many toys. So that's just an example. So my suggestion to you is that if you are thinking of gifting these items, make sure they want them before you drop them off. Don't just show up with them. The other thing you can do with inherited items is you could sell them. So one, op one op option is an auction. The other thing you can do is to have the auction online. So right now online auctions are actually really popular. There's Maxold is an example of a company that does online auctions. They usually want you to have about 40 lots before they will do an auction. At least that's what it was the last time I was speaking with them. So what they do is, so for example, 40 lots, that would be like a piece of furniture would be one lot, like a dresser, for example, or a bed. And then another lot could be three small pictures kind of thing. So they would usually want you to have a fairly good size auction for them to hold it for you. And the one other thing that I wanted to mention is that what they do is they'll come to your home, they'll take pictures of the items, they will post it, they will create the description of the item, they do all that for you. And everything gets listed as one dollar so if only one person bids and they bid a dollar then that's what it's going to go for but uh, it's usually the case where they go for sometimes more than you would think they would so you can always just hop onto their website and check out what their sales have been in the past and see if that's a good fit for you so you could once again if you've inherited items from your family you can sell them by auction or you could also reach out to antique dealers. So with antique dealers, you can often send them pictures of the items and they will let you know if they're interested in buying them. 
If you want more information on downsizing and estate sales, be sure to check out our episode number six, which is titled Downsizing, Should I Sell My Stuff? Where I chat with fellow home organizer and colleague Giselle Grenier-Miller, who specializes on estate sales. So there's lots of good info on that episode. And once again, it is episode number six, and it's titled Downsizing, Should I Sell My Stuff? All right, so we've now talking still about your inherited items and we talked about giving them to family and friends. We talked about selling them. And last but not least, it's just like the other items. You can always donate them, uh, recycle them or put them in the garbage. But take a look at the items that you have inherited and really think about if it is worth selling or giving to other people. Sometimes we get items that our grandmother may have made. So we are keeping it, but it doesn't really go with your decor, for example, and it's not worth selling, then why not just donate it? So if there's items like that, just donate it. Honestly, why not? Maybe somebody else would like to use it. It is better than being in a box in your basement, for example, let it go and maybe donate it. If it is something that isn't even worth donating, then recycle or throw it out it's okay to throw it out even though you inherited because I am sure the person who left it for you doesn't expect you to keep it if you don't really like it or need it. Okay, so once you've put in a system for getting rid of other people's stuff, you need to get comfortable with saying no. Saying no to other people's stuff is okay. As we've talked about it in past episodes, clutter not only clutters our home, but it clutters other areas of our life as well. So saying no doesn't mean you don't love or care or respect the other person. It means you respect you and your home. So to help you not have so many items that belong to other people, then you can often say no. Before we end this episode, I want to quickly mention that if you want more home organizing tips, feel free to join our Facebook group. It's free. It's called Organize for Success, or you can follow me on Instagram. And I'm also really excited to say that I have two courses that are available to you if you're interested. And one is called Calm the Clutter, which is a home organization course that is jam-packed with everything you need to know on how to organize all areas of your home. And the other course is on paper organization. And I will put uh, a link to both of those courses in the show notes. And if you have any questions on the courses, feel free to send me a DM on Instagram uh, or even Facebook. So I'm on Facebook if you want. Uh, we have a Facebook group called Organized for Success, which I mentioned. You can pop into that group if you want. Um, or you can send me a message through our Facebook page called Second Set of Hands. All right. So that's a wrap with this episode. Have a great week.